Look who decided to show. Sorry, I'm late. A wizard is never late. You're a slacker. You're causing a major disturbance on my time. If I don't leave now, I'll be late for being early. You're late. I generally come in at least 15 minutes late. If you ain't first, you're last. Now the early show, later, with Karis and Jeremy from 1027 The Peak. I'm seeing levels. Great, great. Levels are real good. Excellent. Hello, this is episode 94 of the Early Show Later podcast with me, Karis. Hi, I'm Jeremy. This podcast is entitled Dawncast. D-A-W-N. Yeah, and not... Not Caster. <laughs> no, exactly. And also not like Dawn, uh, your friend from down the street or your friend from high school, Dawn, but uh, Dawn as in Dawn FM, from, which is uh, the weekend's new album. It's the dawn of a new day. Yes, it is the dawn of a new day. Neat. Yeah. Right, we'll talk about that a little later. <laughs> yeah, we'll get into that a little bit later. We have lots to cover this podcast, um, including... The Apple iPhone having a birthday over the weekend. Holy moly. Happy birthday, iPhone. Wow. Can't e- not even old enough to drive yet. Can you believe it? But it feels ancient. Yes, like at the same time. Technology that was an original technology with the wheel and the pyramid. Yes, and really, in a lot of ways, you know, I mean, it, it was revolutionary. And it was just 15 short years ago. We'll talk about that. We're also going to uh, talk about Bob Saget. Right. Rest in peace, Bob Saget. Yeah. Very unfortunately passed away at the very young age of 65. Yeah, it's like nowadays it's pretty rare for people to just up and kick it at 65. But Bob Saget, man, full house. And and uh, what was the one uh, America's Funniest Home Videos? Yeah. There's a really funny joke being like we used to watch all of YouTube on Sunday nights for half an hour. And we'd have to wait all week to watch all of YouTube. And that was that's how it was. Yeah, and, and they put together what we were going to watch on YouTube. We didn't get to select it ourselves. It yes. was pre-selected, and they put it together. And The uh, OG algorithm. Yeah, yeah, and Bob Saget was huge he on that show. He strung it all together. He really did. So Guided us through all those hijinks and painful falls. And, Jeremy, you – I mean, we've both interviewed Bob Saget over the years. Um, you potentially more recently than me – Maybe um, I think I just but it maybe I just it was save a, stuff. Yeah, maybe. it was around the same time, maybe. But yeah, yeah. He, he's. I think, I think every radio DJ that was on the radio in the two thousands interviewed Bob Saget because yeah. he's like a road warrior, not scared of doing radio interviews and not scared of doing them in any town or any place or you know if he was in town and he went by the local radio station and and he was cool to interview, right? And he, was fun and funny and would would be personable and funny on your show. And that's what you want. You know what I mean? The worst is when you interview those guys that are like, I don't want to be here. And you're like, okay, cool. Okay, great. Then bye. (laughs) Yeah. Why are you here? Like, why are you making it seem like I'm punishing you? Mm. And that is a thing for some famous people, but not Bob Saget. Like he gave you a, he gave you something. He, He made it fun. And yeah. I was like, oh, okay, cool. And a lot of people, you know, the outpouring of sadness online for people who knew him on a more personal level is that he, yeah, he was a really nice guy. Yeah, genuine person. Yes. Uh, but first in the podcast, we are going to head to Debate Club, a very hot fried debate today all about onion rings. <laughs> We are the tree, we are the tree, and here we are. 
All right, Modest Mouse. We are between. It's on our 102.7 The Peak. Good morning, you guys. I uh, I had some onion rings the other day, last week, uh, from A&W. They were really good. They were really good. So I just went on the internet. I was basically wrote they were really good, but in a very hyperbolic way. Because like, when you when you go on Twitter yeah. and you make a statement about something like onion rings, you might as well be hyperbolic you need because... To be- you know, you want to grab grab people's emotions by yeah. the by the stomach strings. Yeah, I just want to just flamethrower, light it all on fire, scorched earth. So it was like A and W onion rings are a god tier onion ring. Ooh. Now they're good, and uh, the problem with the internet is that people are like, "Well, if you say A and W is a god tier onion ring, that I'm obviously throwing every other under, onion ring under the bus, or I haven't been to the small town diner, you know." In Pemberton that they're from or whatever. You know what I mean? It's like, yeah, I, I never heard of the restaurant where the best onion rings are in Quinnell. Like, I'm sorry. Um, so people were coming at me, knives out. They had some takes. So all weekend, I tried some of the onion rings that people were coming back at me with. Uh, Red Robin. Yep. I had Triple O's and I had Dairy Queen. Ooh. Those three kind of came up a lot. A lot of onion rings came up, but those three kind of came up, I found, the most when people wanted to Challenge you. Challenge back that A&W is the best. So after having all four of those ones, A&W is still the best. Really? Yes. Everyone can shut up. Uh, (laughs) A&W is still the best. Um, Okay. But here's here's the take. And this was the number one take why people smashed on A&W. Okay. They fall apart. If they're not made right. Mm Mm-hmm. And they're not always made right because there's 8 million locations. And God bless you, A&W workers. Not all of you take your job as seriously as, as the next worker. And I get that. I worked in fast food. And maybe maybe the onion rings are tricky and you need a special uh, a special touch. You need a special touch. They and, come from the factory. You know, it could be stuff beyond the control of the onion ring maker. I get it. Who knows? But when uh, A&W onion rings are made probably the way they were designed in the A&W test kitchen, they come out... Perfect. They have a lot of flavor. They have the spice of that A and W spice all over them, right? Mm. Maybe that's what I really like. Um, whereas uh, Triple O's, awesome, big, beefy. They hold up the way I think a lot of people want A and W chicken ring, uh, chicken, uh, chicken, onion rings to hold up. Yeah, they don't fall apart. They don't fall apart. The, the Triple big, O's ones. Yeah, big, beefy bite, but they don't have the flavor. Okay. You know they're good. Not great. Mm -hmm. And that's the same with Red Robin. But Red Robin, they elevate the experience by putting them on the tower. And they give you fancy dips. Ooh, I like fancy dips. So Red Robin and Triple O is very similar. Red Robin just, they sex it up. A little bit more sex appeal. Like the lingerie of onion rings. Mm -hmm. They're like, let's dress this up. Mm -hmm. I do like my onion rings And then the the one that came at me last was DQ. A lot of people prefer that because it's battered, not breaded. And I don't fully appreciate the difference, but it, it is a difference. Battered, yeah. Uh, that, and Closer that is, to like a fish and chips. I, that's what I was thinking too. And now, so they have a good mouthfeel, a good bite, but once again, the flavor lacking compared to A&W. Yeah, so for you, A&W is still the God tier. It's the God rank. tier. All mm-hmm. the rest I put into good tier, which doesn't mean I hate them. The best onion rings, the one you got with you, don't get me wrong. But if I'm picking, it would have to be A&W. Now, you only generally eat A&W, right? Generally, your, that is our, uh, you know, restaurant slash fast food place of choice as a family. Do you get onion rings when you guys go? Sometimes we get onion rings, and I and I always enjoy them. But now that you've told me about your onion ring tasting experience, I would like to travel around and try more onion rings. 
Yeah, I'm now I'm wondering if like there's more to it. And then I think, are there other vegetables that are deep fried? Do I even enter the world of tempura? I don't know. Oh my God, tempura is delicious. Yeah. Yeah, you deep fry a vegetable and I will eat batter it. Batter that, throw it oh, in oil. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Passion about the onion rings. Even just talking about it right there at six nothing in the morning, a couple of text messages. Harvey's. I, that came up a lot was Harvey's. Really? Yeah, if you're from Ontario, mm. then you care about Harvey's. If you live out west, uh, there is a, uh, a for lease sign where Harvey's used to be, but uh, they still exist in Ontario, so God bless them. Uh, and then Daryl says, DQ the best because they're bad. Or DQ has a weird fandom, I find, with their food. Well, that's the what they say. Offering. They say that it's fan food. It's Isn't fan that what food. they say? And then the people that are, are into it are into it a lot. And the people that ride or die DQ any ring... Hmm. I get it is different. They're different than the other ones. They're different. Yeah, and maybe that's maybe that's the death. Maybe that's it. That's it. Um, okay, so over the weekend, Bob Saget died. Legend. Yeah. Very random, or seemed very random, at least from what we've got from news reports so far. Bob Saget, sixty-five years old, on tour. Only sixty-five. Only sixty-five on tour, um, and and died in the hotel he was staying at for for the show. Yeah, and it sounds like no drugs are involved. At least initially, the police said no signs of foul play or drug use. And so, you know, we don't know what the cause is yet. Presumably, we'll hear about that sometime in the future. Yeah, I guess. But I mean, maybe it was natural caught. Maybe it was a heart attack. Maybe he's 65 years old. He just, that's that's his time. Bob Saget, uh, a beloved actor and comedian, uh, very well known for being Danny Tanner on Full House. Uh, He hosted the OG YouTube, which was America's Funniest Home Videos. Um, And then he did stand-up and he was very famous for being raunchy. He was a very raunchy stand-up comic. Well, and I remember I learned that not through, actually, I didn't see any of his stand-up, but I remember in, I think it was 2005, The Aristocrats, Yeah, the film The Aristocrats came out and he featured quite predominantly in that movie. And the movie is just about telling the grossest joke ever. Yeah, a bunch of comics telling the same joke. Yes. Very differently. And essentially trying to outdo the others with levels of obscenity. And I knew Bob Saget from America's Funniest Home Videos and from Full House. And he was G-rated and very... What is happening? Yes. And then I see the aristocrats and he's talking about things that are the opposite of G-rated. Yeah, and, I, so I, he and, liked Full House. <laughs> yeah, and so that I really enjoyed that because it was like, whoa, I'm seeing Bob Saget in a whole new light. Yeah, I guess he was he was a raunchy comic before, got the Full House gig, and that allowed him to like real. It allowed his comedy to be more impactful. He said that that was a good a good thing in that regard for him. Uh, there was a neat story I saw from a punk band called Guster, and they were talking about playing a show in Boston in 2007. And Bob Saget was playing the other venue down the street, sold out show. So just on a lark, they were like, would Bob Saget come on stage while we're playing? They reach out to management. We're going to make a Bob Saget banner. We want him to rip through the banner during our encore. The management was like, go ahead and make the banner. They were like, wow, the management's just joking around with us. Like, yeah, make the banner. Maybe he'll show, maybe he won't. So they made the banner. They didn't tell even everyone in the band, the dude that set this up. So during Encore, he's like, we pull out the banner. Well, our guitar player's like mad at us. Like, he's still playing. And he's like, why are you guys doing this Bob Saget bit? Like, he's not going to jump on stage. It's going to be anticlimactic. And they're like, Bob Saget jumped through 
the sign of this punk show. Yes. The audience goes crazy. He waves and left. And Bob Saget just said, I just showed up and everyone cheered. And I got back in my car and left. And it was like literally five minutes. That's all he did. And the guys in the band were like, it was legendary. And everyone cheered. I had a chance to interview him on the radio. I think this is like 2006. And I asked him about like, does he ever hang out with the people in Full House? We go to dinner. We like legitimately love each other. And uh, whenever one of the cast members goes through some thing, something serious, we all kind of get their back and protect them. And, and there's a bunch of publicity out right now. We always just, you know, hey, we love each other. You know, don't don't mess with our little family here. But we're not going to go put it in a movie or something. You oh, know, we're you- just going to, we, we're not going to do a... Re- 21 Pilots on 1027 The Peak. A revolutionary item had just its 15th birthday yesterday. This is the early show with Karis and Jeremy, 8.07 on your Monday morning. The iPhone turned 15 yesterday. Holy moly. Only 15 years old. Just 15. (laughs) It's just a teenager. Doesn't even know how to drive yet. But yet, somehow, it also feels like forever ago that we didn't have the iPhone. Yeah, I mean, I remember when the iPhone came out and there would always be one buddy that had one, you know, be at the pub or something, pull out, check out this thing. You know, you, I remember reading the hype and uh, I was just like, where's the keyboard, man? How do you type anything? This will never work. Yeah, Blackberry I, for life. I had a Blackberry too, Jeremy, and I and I had it because I wanted the little keys for when I was yeah. typing my messages because sending messages was cool. Yeah, my friend was like, no, but they... Going on the internet is so much better on an iPhone than on your BlackBerry. And I'm like, no one goes on their phone to go on the internet, guy. Calm down, Mr. Futurist. No one's going <laughs> to cruise the net on their phone ever. You do ever. that on your computer. On my desktop computer that it weighs 400 pounds and takes up half a room. And that's fine. Like, what do you need a phone to go on the internet for? My BlackBerry, very clumsily and ugly looking Browser, the few times I ever needed, it's fine. Yeah, it's totally good. We don't need anything else. And Jeremy, our Blackberries died a long time ago. Blackberry actually got shut off officially a few days ago. (laughs) Yeah, it's like, and we're done. And here we are uh, with the iPhone. You know, the latest one is what, like 1600 bucks or something like that for the newest iPhone? Yeah, it costs more than that old desktop computer I had in the corner (laughs) of my room. Exactly. It's like outrageous. I do remember uh, sitting at the pub, my buddy, you know, the first buddy that got an iPhone, and he was like, look what I can do, right? And it felt revolutionary at the time. He had the um, lightsaber app that just went... That was one of the early, very cool apps. That blew my mind, like, probably the first time someone saw color television. (laughs) And the other one was the beer drinking app where it's like, check this out. It looks like I'm drinking a beer. Glug, 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 glug. And I was like, wow, are you Harry Potter? What's happening right now? Those were the first two apps available ever. Those were the very (laughs) first apps. And uh, now, now look at where we are. Now look at it. Speed is of the essence. Deco doing head rush on 1027 The Peak. So the weekend, right, pop star, like a weekend is huge. His Blinding Light song was like one of the songs of the pandemic. Uh, surprised the world with a uh, new record on Friday called Dawn FM. Uh, I don't know, there's a bunch of jams on this song. What is this one here? This one's called Sacrifice. Kind of a big song. Oh, 
That's kind of nice, right? So the album's called Dawn FM, and I guess it's like a, it's a radio station, right? Which I, you know, as us, we're radio nerds. We're like, neat. Yeah, cool. It's called Dawn FM. What? And uh, Jim Carrey, who, uh, you know, The Weeknd and Jim Carrey have this friendship. And Jim Carrey is on the album. He's like a radio announcer almost. Did you read of. how they became friends? Yes. They're neighbors. <laughs> yeah, it's like they're waving at each other from their from their houses in LA like, "Hey, what's up?" Jim Carrey is for sure the Wilson. You know what I mean? Like the weekend's having a raging party, the pool is filled, beautiful people. And then Jim Carrey, I can just imagine being the mansion next door and just you see his eyes being like, Oh, hey, what's up, a weekend? What are you doing? You having a party? Oh, oh cool. Oh. That looks kind of fun. Oh, uh, is, that, is that barbecue? <laughs> oh, cool. Well, apparently the weekend says that, you know, he went to see, I think it was The Mask with Jim Carrey. You know, when he when The weekend was just a little kid, his mom took him to go see it, and he was really inspired by Jim Carrey's large performance. And I remember being inspired by Jim Carrey's over-the-top performance in his early films when I was a teenager. Right. Um, and so The Weeknd has him on the album and this is Jim Carrey's part and it's actually right, you know, that track you played, Sacrifice. This is at the very beginning of that song. Okay, here we go. You are now listening to 103.5 Don FM. You've been in the dark for way too long. It's time to walk into the light and accept your fate with open arms. Scared? Don't worry. We'll be there to hold your hand and guide you through this painless transition. But what's the rush? Just relax and enjoy another hour of commercial free music. There's a whole track at the end called Phantom Regret by Jim. And it's just like a spoken word of this like spooky radio DJ um, leading you through death. Yes. What? Yeah. And the album is, you know, sort of like a yeah commentary on death, maybe passing on. And also it might be the weekend dropping the weekend. Like maybe he will be able you know, his birth name maybe that's as an artist he's transitioning from the weekend to Whoa, layers on layers able yeah we're bringing the concept record back for pop music i love it To the podcast world goodbye our friends goodbye thank you for uh, tuning in to episode 94 Dawncast. if you have any favorite onion rings uh or favorite fried vegetables you know tempura is really very tasty so good yeah i like the dips too with the tempura oh my mm. God. yeah just it's making me hungry just talking about it uh, you can also always tweet us at any time at Jeremy underscore Baker or at Karis, C-H-A-R-I-S, hog, H-O-G-G. We would love to hear from you. And we'll give them some deep fried vegetables. Potato chips. Yeah, that's right. Deep fried vegetable potato chip flavor. I'm sure somebody makes that. Maybe. Right? Yeah. Someone makes Maybe. a deep fried potato, I'm sure. Yeah. Um, <laughs> oh, all right. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> oh, Yeah. Uh, all right, you guys, that was uh, super fun. Thank you so much for listening to the podcast and being part of the program. I want to do my uh, my my father in law, I remember this years ago, I was visiting him in Edmonton and uh, he had this thing in his house. It was like a rack, you know what I mean? Like a medieval torture rack. You like, put your feet into it and then you could go backwards and you could uh, lay in verse to stretch out your back. 
Your uncle had a medieval torch. My, my father-in-law. Right. It wasn't actually a medieval torture machine. Oh, it okay. It looked like one. Right. It was like this rack. You kind of like, you you kind of like leaned onto it. It was like a full board. And then you, you buckled your legs in at the bottom. And then you could just use your body weight and you would like turn full on upside down. Oh, and it would and, hang and you and upside you down. Hang, um, and then you didn't need another person. You could just kind of do a bit of a half sit up and it would like rock itself back to Tilt floor. Tilt you up. Yeah, Ooh, yeah. Oh, man. And I, at first I was like, why even do you have this? And he's like, oh, it's great for your back. And uh, and then the whole that whole trip, I used it like every day, just like multiple times. I was like, this is the greatest invention ever. Yeah, I mean, you think about it. Gravity is compacting us every single moment of every single day of our so lives. It's I, just constantly pulling us down and pulling all of your bits on top of your other bits and compacting them. Yeah, so I unlocked the power of gravity yeah. and used it for me like a judo. Exactly. I used its own weight against it or taekwondo or whatever. The point is I used martial arts to use gravity and it would just pull me down and it was like, oh, this is a cool feeling. Uh, I want one of those machines, man. I wonder where you get them from. I've never even actually seen You'd one have since. To, uh, it feels like one of those like probably it was something trendy like – there's no way I would need this in my house. I have nowhere to keep it. It's only for one thing, thing which is stretching my back. And and it. it would take up a lot of space. Oh, it takes up like a huge amount of space. Like you would have to have like like you would have to have a personal gym, and it would be still a big part of your personal gym. That said, it did feel real good. <laughs> so you know, when you uh, somehow manage to find an extra room in your yeah, living extra space, room somehow and extra thousands of dollars for a platform that can flip. You know, yeah, whatever. then you know you will unharness uh, this this power. Well, unlock the power of gravity. Yeah. yeah, exactly. And and you will you'll become taller, and you're already kind of tall. Yeah, so. I know, but I would like to go back to being like tall. I want to be a giant. And yeah, this might be a way to do it late in life. Yeah, I, mean, I gro- you know what I think if not you, growing anymore. If you use that on a regular basis, you could get to seven feet, no problem. Like, I mean, I, I think you'd be more floppy because you'd be really stretched really out but that. you would be you know you would be quite tall i could send my demo to nba teams now and yeah be like, look i know i'm 42 but i could go through a growth spurt listen i've stretched out i you know i've seen the way you know miami's playing out there mm-hmm. i think i could help mm-hmm. but anyway no bites yet dream dreams dream dreams all right guys thanks for being part of the show bye-bye see ya nothing can kill the grimace All right, we're done here.